hello, hello. How you doing? How you doing? This is the S. Anthony Says Podcast. This is the S. Anthony Thomas. And this is episode number three, two, two, number 322. You damn right. How are you doing? Hashtag Bastard Army. You guys have been writing me and asking me if it's Bastard Army or Bastid Army. It's not Bastard Army. It's Bastid Army. B-A-S-T-I-D-A-R-M-Y. Because a lot of you have been emailing me and then tagging it Bastard Army. I appreciate the love and I appreciate you being part of the Bastard Army. But damn it, spell it right or I'm going to trace your emails and come to you. Okay, I'm not going out of, out of the country. I'm not, I'm not pimp slapping none of y'all in Australia, nothing. Because first of all, every animal out there could kill people. So I'm not, and that, that, that's an expensive flight. And I'm not going to the UK because... That's also an expensive flight. I'm not doing it. Also, I'm not leaving New Jersey. <laughs> F y'all. Back to what I'm talking about. So it's hashtag Bastid Army. B-A-S-T-I-D-A-R-M-Y. Okay. So please stop emailing me, asking me how to spell it. Because damn it, I just told you. Should we do the podcast now? Sure. Fantastic, folks. It's a Sunday. I'm recording this on Sunday and I tend to do this podcast. The podcast, I release the podcast on Sundays. And currently, before I start doing stand up again, I have the option and the pleasure of doing this on Sunday, having done all the prep and then record it and then immediately upload it and then put it out there. And you guys listen to it and thank you for loving it. Great. When I start doing stand-up comedy again in the next few months, uh, I'm going to be too busy to do that crap. So I'm going to have to do all of the recording and crap, you know, uh, during the week and all of that. But there's one thing I want to remain. I want to have remain constant. And I think a lot of you might un- might groove to this. Um, everybody should have a day of the week where everybody does what I like to refer to as leave you the hell alone. Right. I'm very busy all the time and I just want one day and I don't have one day of the week where everybody just leaves me alone. Right. Back in the stand up days, which will be future stand up days, but back in the stand up days, Sunday was kind of a travel day and it was kind of cool. You do your shows Thursday, Friday and Saturday. I do, I'm not doing that late night sun, Saturday travel. I'm like, F that crap. I'll leave the room Sunday. Right. And then you're on the train or a bus or whatever you decide to travel. Maybe you're in your car, meaning me. And it's very, very quiet. Right. You can listen to the radio. There's nobody in the car with you. Nobody's going to call you for anything stupid. You don't. Nobody wants any errands. There's nobody around you. You can just enjoy the ride and listen to music. And it was great. It was a day to decompress. It was great. But now that I'm being a regular guy before I go back to stand up soon, which will be soon, by the way, when I go back to stand up now, I'm in a regular guy mode and everybody's asking for stuff, which is fine. I like to help, but I don't get that day where everybody leaves me alone. Right. And I think it's important to have that day. I had to go to the supermarket. I normally go shopping on Tuesday. I normally go shopping on Tuesday. But for some reason, I had to go on Sunday. And I don't like going on Sunday. Even though football season isn't right now, I still don't like going on Sunday. I hate it. I'm in the store and you know what I'm talking about. If you have to go to the supermarket when you really don't want to go to the supermarket, because who wants to go to the supermarket? Only weird people and weird people are crap. Back to me. Anyway, 
So I'm in line and I'm getting these little stupid things for other people. Nothing for me. Right. And that's okay. That's okay. That's okay. There's nobody in the supermarket for the most part. I'm going to walk in here and grab a couple items of somebody else. Maybe a, maybe a Snapple or some crap like that for me or whatever. Right. Oh, not a Snapple. Too much sugar. Uh, I'll grab something. Okay. Give me a break. All right. And you're in line. Ah, oh, this is great. Every line only has three or four people in it. My line has three or four people in it. This is fantastic. This person, the lady, the guy in front of me has six things. Not a big deal. The lady in front of him has a bunch of stuff. But as it turns out, it's almost all rung up. She's only got two items left. Those two items are going to be rung up. She's going to get out. The guy in front of me is going to get his crap rung up and get the hell out. Oh, this is going to be great. I got to the door on Sunday. Didn't want to be here. Sailed through the shopping process. Got everything I wanted to get. It was all there. It was all right around hand level i didn't even have to bend down to get anything everything is going perfectly i got a good parking spot the dude out front was always annoying people for money not there okay everything's going good how could today be messed up it can't be messed up i'm in line she's almost there what is she doing oh no two words come out of the cashier's mouth price check oh no not a big deal i just went shopping i got a whole bunch of things right and i got all those things really easily there's almost nobody in the supermarket the supermarket rush hasn't started so there's a price check no big deal somebody who works here will run back there they know where everything is because they work here they're going to get the price really quickly this is not a big deal not a big problem it's only one item in the first place so why am i worried about it it's one item she'll get that item not a problem and there's nobody that can go damn so we have to wait until they find someone Yay. And then she goes, I don't know, that's okay, you know. I can go back and get the price myself. I can go find out how much it costs. Okay, and then she grabs a product and runs back to the place where she got the product and she's gone. One minute. Two minutes. Three minutes. Seven minutes. Nine minutes. Eleven minutes. She's not back yet. She's got one thing. You, I could, if I hit a quarter on the floor in the store, I could find it in 11 minutes. But she can't find something. She just, she comes back. Okay. We've been standing in line for 11 minutes. I'm so close to getting out of here. Not a big deal. She's back. She's back. No problem. He's going to get back. He's got to get the void thing. I gotta get a void here. I need, I need the thing, the void. I need the void out this thing here. Anybody got the void card? I need the void card to void out the thing because the thing that got that back, that back, that. And all of a sudden, the person that they want to do the void thing, guess what? She's not there. She's in the bathroom. You mean to tell me there's nobody else there that has the void card? Hmm? She's got the void card on her belt. Hmm? And nobody wants to go in the bathroom to get the void card. I don't want to get the void card because she's, she's got the void card with her in the bathroom. And I've, you know, and it's not like it's a stall in there. If I opened up the door, she'd just be sitting there on the toilet. Because I just, we're just going to have to wait a couple minutes. I'm almost done. Okay, great. We're standing there. Right. 
So first we had to wait for a lady to get some stuff that she had no price on. It took her 11 minutes to get back to get the crap she already had in the first place. She finally comes back after 11 minutes and now we all are standing in line waiting for somebody to finish taking a dump before we can get the void card. Why leave the void card out where other people could get it? Hmm? Why do that when you can take it into the bathroom with you and now everybody is sitting here picturing you sitting there going <laughs> trying to squeeze out something because quite frankly that's gross and I don't even know if I'm hoping she washes her hands before she touches the void card. Three minutes, four minutes, five minutes. Now we've been in line 16 freaking minutes getting nothing done. Everybody's kind of deciding maybe I should get out of line and get into the other line. But we all know how that works in the world, don't we? You get out of this line, you go into another line, you think you're going to get out of the store quickly. And what happens? Of course, you know what inevitably happens. The floor beneath you crashes and crumbles and that exact part of the supermarket collapses and you die a horrible crushed death underneath. the. Okay, that didn't happen. Usually when you switch lines, something bad happens in that line and you wind up longer being in line longer than you were in the first place. There was a part of me hoping the guy in front of me would switch lines because I know what happens. Like I just said, he switches lines. All of a sudden, the lady comes out with a void card. They sweep the void card. Some balloon fall down. That's Anthony. You're the one million customer. That's right. You get all this free stuff. And in addition to that, lots of hot women will start dating you. <laughs> and then the guy gets mad and goes, wait a minute. I would have been the million customer. And then we get into a knife fight and then. And then I have to viciously kill him. And then people, I go to jail. And then the person behind me gets surprised because they're like, well, I'm the one minute and one customer, but at least I'm not a vicious murderer. So I said, okay, I'm thinking maybe he should stay in line because I don't want all that to happen. <laughs> I may have gone far with that. It doesn't matter. You should be, you've been listening to me for a while. You should be used to it by now. Shut up, punks and new people. This is what it's like. Shut up, new punks and peak punks in the future. This is what I do. Shut up, punks. Back to me. So finally, boop, void. Great. Now all she has to do is take that stupid shrimp bag and hand it to the dude. He sweeps it and then he moves the hell on. And then the person in front of me can do his thing. And then I can get the hell out of the supermarket. Beep. This is the wrong product. This one's not on the sale. Okay, well, I'll go back and get the other one. Ah, ha, ha. <laughs> Fortunately, this time she runs back and comes back within a minute and a half. Boop, everything's fine. She goes through the guy in front of me. He does what he needs to do. Whip da bop de bop de bop boo. I take my crap. I scap da ba dop de bop and I'm out of there. Fantastic. Oh, I go outside and I take my bags and I put them in the trunk of the mighty Toyota Camry. And I realize I forgot something. Oh, I walk back into the store. I'm in a hurry. I run into two friends. Oh, normally I'm like, two friends, yay. But two friends today, oh, 
and I'm standing there talking to them and I'm, and I'm getting into the conversation. Everything's great. I'm trying to get out of there and guess who walks in? For those of you been listening to me for a long period of time, for those of you who've been listening to me for a long period of time, you will know the person I'm talking about who literally walked up behind me in front of my two friends and I'm going to, how can I put this politely? She accidentally caressed my buttocks. That's right. It was Granny Sweetbutt. She showed up again. Oh, yeah. And I turn around and Granny Sweetbutt's standing there and I'm looking at her and she's looking at me and I'm looking at her and she's looking at me and I'm looking at her and she's looking at me. And uh, my friends is looking at me and looking at her and they're looking at me and they're looking at her. And she smiles at me and she says something into my ear. I'm not going to say what it is, but it um, it rhymes with she wants me to bang her. And then I looked at her and I'm going, I, I also would like to bang you, but I'm not going to do it. OK, I might do it. There might be an episode in the near future called I finally banged Granny Sweet Button. Damn, I'm now dating Granny Sweet Button. Granny Sweet Button and I are married. And this might be the S. Anthony and Granny Sweet Butt show because I've that, that <clears throat> moving on so she goes on about her business still looking at me and I'm looking at her and she's looking at me and I'm looking at her and I'm looking at her behind and they're looking at her butt and I'm looking at them and they're going uh who's that and I go and they go wait 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 is that granny sweet butt from the pod and I'm like yeah and they're like god good god man you didn't do her justice and I'm like yeah I did I definitely like to do her justice <laughs> I didn't say that part but I damn she was watching her walk down the aisle I'm sitting there going you know she you know if I ever decide, I mean, I, I might start thinking maybe I don't want kids and just take care of this business. I might beg them. No, 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 don't do that. Don't do that. Don't do that. And my friends are going, hey, man, since you ain't going to do nothing, I was wondering, I was like, hey, man, why are you asking me permission to go date someone that I'm not involved with? Okay. That's really none of my business who you go out with. Okay. And he goes, okay, I'm gonna go talk to her. And then I stabbed him in the chest. <laughs> Cause if anybody that I know jumps on top of granny sweet, but damn it, it's going to be me. Okay. <laughs> Moving on. So what I'm saying is I don't like going any place on Sundays and having my time wasted. I just want to just relax on a Sunday. Don't you just want to stay at home on Sunday and just enjoy the day Right. You don't want to get bothered by anybody. You don't want anybody calling you. Right. That's what's good about social media. It gives you the opportunity to connect with people that you like enough that you want to make sure that they're alive and well. And if it's their birthday or some crap like that, you can say happy birthday person I like, but I don't necessarily need to talk to that much. Right. You like them, but you don't necessarily need to talk to them all the time. You like them, but you don't necessarily want to talk to them on the phone. You like them. You don't want to go to their house. You don't want them coming to your house because it'll turn into them being at your house a lot or you having to go to their house a lot. Hell no. If you're going to be in my house a lot, it's going to be via my phone on Facebook or some crap like that but you want to know everything's okay but I started thinking about it don't you have relatives like that too you love them to death but you don't need to check on them every day you don't need to talk to them every day what happened today that didn't happen yesterday you're going to talk about what you had for dinner i don't care and you have older relatives you want to make sure that everything's cool with them but you don't necessarily need to chuck over there all the time that's what i'm saying is i want to create and i think someone should do this create just uh create a social media site called is your ass still alive that's all I want. 
I don't want to hear about your stupid kids. I don't want to hear about your stupid family. None of that crap. I'll find out about that when I run into you. I'll see you on Thanksgiving. If you're a friend of mine, I'll see you during the course of the month or some crap like that. If something big happens, yes, I want to hear about it. If you, if your wife is, is pregnant, yes, I want to hear about it. If you get pregnant, you, I, I want to hear about that. If something great, great happens, I don't care if your kid got an A. I knew your kid was smart. Tell me when your kid does something really impressive. Okay. Your kid makes the football team. Don't give a crap. Your kid invents something. That's what I want to know. Okay. I don't care that Megan is now teething. I uh, guess what? Every bathe baby teeth chump i don't need to hear that crap call your grandma for that junk not me damn it i don't care well i do care but i don't necessarily need to hear about it i want to web like i said is your ass still alive that's what i want and that's all the website would do that's all the social media thing would do it would just let you know who's still alive and that's it if you're an older person you press a button and a smiley face pops up you do it three times a day month in the morning in the afternoon and in the evening three dots i wake up in the morning i pick up the phone beep, everybody's still alive fantastic especially the old people if you're an old person you push the button bam cool right and then we have one for for young people too young people could use it too because young people do dumb crap i want to make sure you didn't get hit by a bus or some stupid crap riding on your stupid skateboards with your dumb asses or riding your bike someplace you shouldn't doing all sorts of crap while you're riding your bike down the street looking at your cell phone thinking that you look cool but not realizing how uncool you look with a bus on top of you you dumb young bastards i said it punks exactly so they get they have to put a dot in they push the button to morning afternoon evening fine right because that's all you want to do with the young people you love your young relatives but do you want to talk to them all the time hell no why because i don't care what rapper has a beef with another rapper i'm damn near 50 i don't give a crap in fact i don't even know who the hell you're talking about hey Jami Belugu and Faka Chunkunku, those two dudes have a beef, right? Because Machuki Funkunku was having sex with his baby mama for Chunkunkunchinkun. And I'm like, ha, 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 I'm going to hang up on you now. I wish this was an old phone so I could slam it down so you can understand how annoyed I am that you wasted my time telling me this crap with your little punk asses. But you do need that thing because you want to make sure that the kids don't come over. I want to see the young ones, you know, if they have a, a, a new child. I want to see the young ones on Thanksgiving or Christmas or if they fly into town or drive into town or if they're in town, if they're in the area, pop in and say hello, then get the hell out. Because you know what happens if you have young relatives, right? You got teenagers and they show up all of a sudden out of nowhere. They don't want to see your old ass. They don't want to talk to you. You you know why they came over because it's easy to tell them you can't loan them 20 bucks over the phone because you can start acting like you don't feel well <laughs> i will loan you the 20 dollars, but i got a coat <laughs> it's very catching don't come over here <laughs> meanwhile you're in a tuxedo and you're about to go out and go bang somebody you got money on you but you don't want to give it to their punk asses but the kids know if they show up 
If they show up and they get into the house and they sit there with you and they can give you the, give you the little baby eyes and, and a running little short, right? But then as they get older, they get a lot smarter. What they do is they show up acting like they just happen to be in the area, right? Right? And they start engaging you in some bullcrap conversation that you know damn well they don't give a damn about what they're talking about. They start talking about some crap, right? They try to make you feel like you're important to them by asking you some advice when you know damn well they never listen to your advice. They don't listen to your damn advice, but they ask for your advice. I'm having problems with this girl, man. And then you, and, and here's the thing. If they really want your advice, and they never want your advice. But the few times they do want your advice, notice how they shut the hell up and they're actually looking at you. And their cell phone is on the table with not without their hands on it. In fact, it's actually turned upside down with the screen towards the table. Yeah, that's right. That's when they really want your advice. And it happens so rarely you're actually stunned. You actually stop in the middle of sentences waiting to be interrupted with stupid crap. And so they ask for your advice and you're going, I don't know whether or not this bastard actually came over here for advice or not. I'll know in about five seconds. And uh, yeah, Well, this is what I would do. Anyway, I was wondering, uh, can I borrow $20? Mm-hmm. That's why you really came over here, isn't it, punk? To borrow $20, huh? Yeah, yo, well, I got to get something from my car. And they go to get something from their car, all right? Oh, they came to get something from their car. You know what they got from their car? Some damn laundry, because they don't want to go to the laundromat, because they didn't even have money to put them freaking money in the laundromat so they got to use your crap you got detergent yeah i got detergent okay great and then they use these rotten bastards that's why i say keep their punk asses out the house and that's why i say we need that social media site is your ass still alive that way they can't get in the house in fact i want another uh social media site called I ain't giving you shit. So when they check, they go and check in your updates and then, then they go, I was wondering if I could borrow to click. I ain't giving you shit. It's a web, it's a social media site that lets them automatically know, don't even bother calling and asking for money because I'm in a mood right now to not give you shit. I said it. Now, if any of you steal those ideas, damn it, I want you to know that when I put this podcast up, if I see any of you with a website out there, it's called Is Your Ass Still Alive or I Ain't Giving You Shit, either I get a cut or I'm suing your punk asses. And don't think if you're overseas that I can't get you, I'll sue your punk asses over there too. I just want to cut just enough so I don't have to work anymore because that idea is great and I think it will make lots of money. (laughs) Moving on. So what I'm saying, my friends, is listen, we all need to have a day where we, you know, at least two. I mean, I would love there to be one day a week where people just leave us the hell alone. We don't have to talk to anybody. We don't have to do anything. We don't have to solve anybody's problems. We don't have to run any errands. I don't want to hear anybody's problems. I don't want to do crap. Right. The only time I actually get that is when football is in season when I when I watch football. Okay, if I watch football and uh, and I haven't decided, you know, which I, I might not be doing this year, but if I've watched, I might be not be doing. But let's just say, I, let's just say for the sake of argument, I'm still watching NFL football. Okay, and I'm watching it. Uh, uh, and for those of you overseas, I'm talking about American football, not what we call soccer. American football, NFL football. And on Sundays, I had trained everyone that knows me. If you even think of bothering me on Sunday during football season, 
there's going to be a problem. Well, I'm thinking, why can't we just as human beings pick a day and train everybody around us that there's one day, don't bother me with your stupid problems. I'm not doing anything for your errands. I'm not loaning any money. Don't call me for anything. None of that crap. Just go to the, just go to the app on your phone. The is your ass still alive app. You'll see my dot. You'll see my smiley faces for the day, morning, afternoon, and evening. You'll know I'm still alive. Young people, you go to the app, the I ain't giving ye shit app, and you look and see whether or not I have discretionary funds in my pocket to hand your punk ass is $20 and if it's a thumbs up it means whoever gets here first gets the only $20 I'm loaning out and if it's a thumbs down you better keep your punk ass away from me but still on that day when I want to be left alone don't even just check the alive app don't check the thumbs up or the thumbs down app because I'm not even going to answer the phone for your ass if I am not the phone I'm not going to answer the phone or the door for your ass that's right now bastard army tell me the truth am I right am I right that we should all have one day a week where people should just leave us alone and just let us chill I think we do. I know I do. And I know you agree with me, don't you? Of course you do. (laughs) Segment over. All right, folks. Memorial Day has already gone by, as we know. And you know what's really annoying about Memorial Day? Uh, uh, First of all, a lot of people forget what Memorial Day is about, but we're going to we're going to gloss over that for a moment because that's not what I'm talking about. A lot of times people have barbecues on holidays and, you know, and a lot of people go celebrate Memorial Day by having barbecues and spending time with family and all of that kind of stuff. But here's the thing. I didn't get to go to any barbecues at all because it was raining and the weather sucked and nobody wanted to have a barbecue. Now, I know the the holiday isn't about that, but I just needed to let you know what I'm talking about. And the fact is no barbecue right and maybe it's a good thing that there wasn't a barbecue because quite frankly a lot of the times <laughs> most of the time if i go to a barbecue i wind up being suckered into doing all the barbecuing and i hate that crap right there's always that person that's at the grill maybe it's even their house or they they said they were going to help out you walk over they sucker you into talking to them and the conversation is pretty cool and they say could you hold this for a second and they hand you the spatula and they pretend like they're grabbing something to fix something right right and you realize they've only flipped over two burgers or rolled one hot dog over or flipped over one piece of chicken or whatever the hell they're cooking and then they ask a question to someone far enough away from the grill where they have to walk over to talk to them because the music's too loud when really all they wanted to do was to walk over by the entrance to the house because the second you turn your head to look at the grill to do what they actually should have been doing themselves their punk asses slides into the house and leaves you there at the grill those bastards but one of the things about being at the grill that I was thinking about was I was thinking about how a lot of times people make the mistake of, you know, yeah, when you put the briquettes in there and a lot of times when you buy briquettes, most of the briquettes that I've seen already have lighter fluid in the charcoal briquette. And all you have to do is put a match in there, light one of the briquettes. It's not going to explode in your face. It's going to burn and then it's going to very quickly. And then once a couple of them burn, you move you move two or three of the briquettes around to different areas of the pile and the very and then the pile very smoothly lights up and then there's fire shooting all over the place, right? 
But there's always some jackass that walks over with a can of lighter fluid. And and you can tell that the person's going to put too much lighter fluid. How? Because they have the can upside down and they have both hands on it. There's only one reason to put both hands on it. Because you're going to squirt out more of that damn lighter fluid than is necessary unless you're trying to burn the house down for the insurance money. And what do you get? Whoosh! A big fire that shoots all over the place. And now you were about eight, you're about 11 minutes away from the from the from the grill being ready now you're a lot longer you have to wait until that all that lighter fluid that they put in there burns out and now they've already made it a longer day for you those bastards but don't you know people that even when the fire is shooting up way too high fire is lapping over the sides of the grill fire is shooting straight up there are people who are people i like to refer to as morons who will take the food and put it on the grill when it's like that fire's too hot there's too much lighter fluid in there the food's going to taste like lighter fluid but those people are stupid and i would like to say that that fire represents being angry or being flummoxed and putting the food on the grill is like put like making a decision when you're angry right that fire is anger it's like when you see a couple fighting right there the grill right and the anger is the fire and they're going back and forth and back and forth and back and forth and just like the charcoal briquettes in the grill as time goes by the fire goes back down right the heat's still there but it's not the kind of heat that's going to burn anything or cause any damage they were fighting and they realized how dumb it was for them to be fighting over stupid crap but they're all worked up and you know what happens when you fight with your spouse and you're all worked up and you just apologize to each other for saying they're doing something stupid you know exactly what happens after that you don't sit on the couch and watch television of course not you're both worked up all energized the blood's flowing no one around you just apologize and what do you do again for those of you that are new that was the music of banging okay why because the fire went down but the heat's still there but it's not the kind of heat that's going to burn anything it's the kind of heat that you cook when you're on the grill you don't put the food on when the fire's all over the place you wait till the briquettes turn white and they start to glow red where the temperature is nice and even and you can put the food on the grill and it'll cook and it won't taste like charcoal briquettes how many of you have actually put the meat on the grill, metaphorically speaking, when the fire was too hot, right? You said something when you were angry. Should have let the heat go down. Should have let the fire go down before you put the meat on the grill, metaphorically speaking. You should have not said anything while you were that angry because when you're that angry, you're going to put that meat on the grill while the fire's still there and you're going to burn everything up and you're going to mess everything up, but you shouldn't do that. No. You ever have the fire still burning from a fight when you go out with your friends and instead of letting the fire build slowly go down instead of just enjoying the time out with your friends and realizing over the course of time now that you're having a great time you get a t chance to cool down and realize what you guys were fighting about was really really stupid and the fire goes down and it just stays hot and you got the red glow you have a good time out with your friends you let your friends off everybody goes to the separate cars you get in the car with each other you look across at her and you tell her she's a beautiful incredible and delicious and incredible and you're sorry for being a 
dick and she looks at you and says you're beautiful and sexy and delicious and incredible and she's sorry for being so evil to you and you will be evil to each other and you grab each other's hands and then you kiss her hand you give her a smoothie and you look at each other and you look at her and she's looking at you and you look at her and she's looking at you and you look at her and she's looking at you and you know damn well what's about to happen when you go home because the fire is still there but it's not hot enough to burn it's just hot enough to cook the meat the right way oh yeah boom boom jigga jigga boom da boom jigga jigga boom boom jigga jigga you know what i'm talking about but Sometimes you don't let the fire go down. You're out there with your friends. You're with your significant other, and uh, you just you did something, and you just wanna you just wanna throw that meat on the grill, even though you know the fire is too hot. Metaphorically speaking, you just wanna put you just and you know what happens, right? Right, you're sitting there, right? You order your food, and the waitress comes back with the food very, very quickly. Very, very quickly. Well, you were expecting it to take a long time, but this is a good restaurant. They have their system really, really done well. They know ex- they have an idea of what you're going to order. So they start prepping things and everything, prep, net, prep, net, prep. So when you order, all of a sudden your food comes out in half the time you expect it. And one of the other people at the table looks up at the waitress and says, Oh, our stuff's here already? Man, that came quickly. Oh, no. That's an opening. Your wife's still mad at you, and you're sitting next to her, and she hears him go, Oh, that came quickly. She looks at you, looks at the waitress, looks at your friends, looks back at you and go, That's not the only thing. (laughs) <laughs> and under normal circumstances, that would be a joke, and you wouldn't mind it because you know that everybody would think she's kidding. But she ain't looking like she's kidding right now. Even though that's not true, it doesn't look like she's kidding. And everybody at the table looks at you like, ooh. And even the waitress goes, mm. And the waitress walks away goes, ooh. And you watch the waitress walk over while still looking back at you thinking, ooh. And then you see the waitress look at the other person and the other, other waitress and the other waitresses. And she starts talking to the other waitress and the other waitresses. You can hear five or six waitresses go, Ooh. And they all look at you and go, ooh. <laughs> and they start laughing. And you're looking at your wife and she's looking at you and she's looking at you like, gotcha, bastard. And your friends are looking at you all like, ah, oh, damn. They're going to start acting like jackasses again. I just want to enjoy my dinner. Oh, yeah. She got mad. She put the meat on the grill before the fire went down. Metaphorically speaking, you know what I'm talking about. And guys, don't act like you're not like. Don't act like you don't know what I'm talking about, right? You're hanging out with your wife. You're mad at her. She's mad at you. She's being cool, but like a dumbass, you decide to put that meat on the grill a little bit too soon. While the fire's too hot, it didn't get a chance to cool down. You put the meat on the grill. Oh, you know what I'm talking about. You know what I'm talking about, right? Somebody says something about something being stuffed in something, and then you look at your wife's dress and you go, "Mm, you know, Sometimes you just got to let that happen, you know, and she knows you're talking about her squeezing in a dress because she gained a couple of pounds. You know, she still looks delicious, but she's a little self-conscious about the five pounds she gained. And there's really no reason to be embarrassed about five pounds. Come on, man. All of us are beautiful. And I'm going to keep saying that while I'm still fat. But as soon as I get skinny, I'm going to go on trashing people. <laughs> just kidding. I'm not going to do that. Back to the story. And she's looking at you and she's like, you bastard. You trying to say I'm stuffed like a sausage or something like that. That's what she's thinking. And your friends are looking at you going, and the waitress who's sitting there with the stuffed sausages and she's looking at the, looking at your wife going mm, and ooh, and they're all looking at you going ooh, and they're looking at your wife like gotcha and she's looking at you like that's all you're going to get because there's something else you ain't going to get later on jackass and you're like I don't want it in the first place and then she bends over to get her purse and you're going damn maybe I do I shouldn't have said that crap damn and the waitress walks away looking at her going ooh and the waitress walks back to the other five waitresses and they're all looking at her and looking at them and looking at you and then when they said ooh to you it's different because now they're all man Haiti and they're looking at you like you dirty bastard and they're all practicing how to spit in your food 
without you noticing it. And you're going, oh, damn, I want to get some spit. I'm not ordering nothing with sauces. I'm not ordering nothing with sauces today. But it's too late, you bastard. You shouldn't have said it. And that's what I was thinking about when, I was, when you look at the grill, right? Sometimes you got to let the fire go down. You got to let the fire go down so it can cook evenly and not burn up the food. Yeah. You also got to keep people away, like I said before, with the grill, metaphorically speaking, who have that lighter fluid and grab it with two hands and squirt it on the grill. And even though the fire started to go down and cool off, it explodes again because somebody decided to squeeze on that bottle of lighter fluid right over the grill. Oh, you know what I'm talking about, right? You're sitting there and your wife's mad at you and you're mad at her and you're just about to get over the fight and all of that kind of stuff, right? And a waitress comes to the table and the waitress is a beautiful young lady with large breasts and you're not paying attention to her you glance over real quick you see those huge per huge breasts you look away real quick because you're not objectifying her but you don't even want to think about it you don't even want to you don't even want there to be even a hint of big breast staring impropriety so you don't even look at her right but one of your friends looks over there right and that wife of your friend and she's a friend too is mad at him and he did look at the breast and then he looks and she looks at him and goes i can't believe you stared at her breast you're just just, just as bad as charlie across the table because he was looking at her titties too and your wife looks over at her, oh so you gonna look at the titties huh oh damn you didn't even look at the titties but it doesn't matter because your friend's wife, who's also your friend, took that lighter fluid and squirted it on there, and now all the food's burnt up. You know what I'm talking about. Folks, we gotta make our, our, our lives like the grill after the fire goes down. Don't make any decisions about putting meat on the grill, metaphorically speaking. Don't make any decisions about putting meat on the grill, metaphorically speaking. Don't do that while the fire's too hot. You gotta let it cool down. Let it cool down before you put the meat, metaphorically speaking, on the grill. Am I right? Am I right, Bastard Army? Of course I am. I just want to say one more thing, because that's basically what I wanted to say about that. This is just something I'm going to add on to the end, because I, I was just thinking about this, and it's the truth. And, I, and I'm, I'm calling out everybody that's done it. I've never done it. I'm calling out everybody that's grilled. You've done it, and you should be ashamed of yourself. If you go to a barbecue, like I said, there's always people who who have burnt stuff on the grill or put stuff on the grill too early. I mean, when the fire's too hot or keep it on there too long. And instead of throwing out the gnarled hot dog that's burnt up or the piece of hamburger that looks pretty good, but they know damn well it's, it tastes like lighter fluid. If that's the last hamburger or the last hot dog on the plate and you decide to pick it up and try to eat it and it's like, ah, crap, this tastes like charcoal. Oh, crap, this tastes burnt. Oh, crap, this tastes like lighter fluid or whatever. And you throw it in the trash. That's not a problem. Have you ever been at the grill or when the person walks back in the house with the plate of hamburgers or hot dogs or whatever the hell they're grilling? And sometimes people will walk up. You know, little kids will, will do it. They'll grab like a hot dog bun out of the out of the bag or something like that, or if they're stacked on the table, or however you have it configured, and they'll walk up to the grill. Uncle S, yes, baby, can I have a hamburger? Of course you can. Come here, you give the little sweetie the hamburger. You give her a kiss on the head. Come here, you little honey. Uncle S, can I get a burger? Hey, my brother, you hug the little baby. Little baby, we'll give him a peck on the top of the head. Bye. You give him the burger and everything's great. That's how it's supposed to be. But there are people, not me, by the way, that don't, that. How can I, I'll put it to you this way. If there's a stack of hamburgers there and a stack of hot dogs there and someone 
hands you the hamburger or the hot dog that tastes like lighter fluid or that's burnt up, they don't like you or they're mad at you. Because you got 24 hamburgers there and 24 hot dogs there. I'm the first person in line. You were at the grill. You know which ones are effed up. And you gave me the effed up one in the first place because you're mad at me. And that's low because I walk away. Right. And I'm thinking I'm putting all the condiments on your hot dog or your hamburger or whatever the hell you're doing. Putting a little more barbecue sauce on your chicken or ribs or whatever the hell you're eating. Right. You sit down, you got your soda, you got your chips next to your food. You're sitting outside, you're talking to everybody. Yeah, man, this is a great, great block party, blah, 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 blah. You bite into the hamburger. Let me get What is this crap? And then by the time you get back up to go in there, all the stuff is gone and you got to wait till the second batch is made. Those passive aggressive bastards. Now, does that ever happen to me? Yes. It was a girlfriend that was mad at me about something. As it turns out, I didn't even do the thing she was mad at. And it wasn't, it wasn't that big of a deal. How do I know it wasn't that big of a deal? I don't even remember what it was. But I remember that she was mad. And I remember her apologizing later on. And then even later than that, boom, boom, jiggy, boom, da, boom, jiggy, jiggy. She banged the crap out of me. But that's beside the point. <laughs> oh, that was some good stuff. Anyway, back to the story. And I'm sitting there going, why did you give me that? I didn't realize the, the hamburger that was off to the side of the plate that I saved specifically to give to you to ruin your meal. I didn't mean to do it. <laughs> yes, you did. So this is what I want to say to people. All right. If you're going to be grilling, if you have if you know you got some hot dogs and some hamburgers that were on the grill and you know and you know which ones are going to taste like lighter fluid, cut the crap. All right, I've grilled enough to know I'm like when that one's going to taste like lighter fluid. I got to throw that one out. You know what I'm talking about. Throw that crap out. All right. Don't give it to somebody because you're mad at them. You bastards. I never do that. Mm-hmm. I thought about it a couple of times, though. I thought about it. it was a couple of people at the house and I told them, look, when you, when you take a soda, you finish the damn soda. OK. And then before you get another one and then they got saw that I saw that particular person coming in the house, going in the refrigerator, grab a soda. Not a problem. That's what they were purchased for. Drink a little bit of it. And I'm watching them drink and I didn't watch them to watch them drink, but they just happened to be in my eyesight. They put the soda down it was the only soda on the table. You couldn't like there were five sodas of the same type on the table and they got confused which one was theirs. There was the only their soda there and it was still cold because I could still see the bought the can was cold. The bastard walks back in, looks at the can of soda on the table, goes into the refrigerator, gets another one, drinks a little bit of, of that and puts that down on the table again and walks out and comes back and does it again. So I walk over to the first can. I pick it up three quarters full. I dump it out, crush the can, wishing it was his ass and threw it in there, pick the other ones roughly a half full. I dump it out, crush the thing and... I'm out at the grill and as I already said you know which hamburger was effed up you know with a couple of two hot dogs there's always two hot dogs that get effed up either one falls into the charcoal and your cheap ass picks it up shakes it off a little bit nobody saw that and puts it back on the grill right or there's one where the flame is flipping over top of the 
over the top of the side of the grill and you know damn well that one's gonna taste like lighter fluid because it's too damn close and there's that one hamburger that's cooking funny it's not cooking funny to the point where it'll make anybody sick if they eat it but you know damn well that one's effed up you know what the deal is it's always two hot dogs and one hamburger no matter how many you cook and no matter how many you touch do you do unless you're Gordon Ramsay or somebody there's always one hamburger and two hot dogs that are effed up and you know which ones they are and I'm looking and I took that hamburger. I said, I'm not letting myself eat this crap. And I took one of the hot dogs. I said, oh, yeah, this one, I'm going to throw this one away. And I was just about to grab the other effed up hot dog. Yeah. And his punk ass walks up to me with his plate. Got his little chips on there. And another soda, you rotten mother. Ooh. Comes up to me with the plate. And I'm looking at him. I'm like, I want to give you this effed up hot dog so bad. I want to give you this effed up hot dog so bad. I want to give you this effed up hot dog. Make a hot dog myself. Make it the right way. Sit right next to you and stare at you so I can see the look in your face when you bite down on that lighter fluid charcoal dog. Yeah. Hey, ask me. Get a, oh, can I get a hot dog? Yes. Sure you can. And I took the tongs and I started heading towards that effed up hot dog. I started heading up toward that effed up hot dog. I started, and I almost grabbed it. And I said, no, he's not going to make me the kind of person that would do that. I grabbed the hot dog up and I started heading towards the trash can. But then he goes, what are you throwing that good hot dog away for? I said, well, you know, he said, I'll take it. Like, mm, it's going to taste like lighter fluid, man. No, it'll be all right. I'm trying my best. I'm trying to be a good person because I know this hot dog is really effed up. I'm trying to be a good person. He's going to bite in that hot dog and go, and he's going to come right back. And I just took it and I threw it in the trash. I said, no, nah, man, I can't let you do that. That's too bad a hot dog. I can't let you eat that. Then I gave him one of the good hot dogs because I'm a good person. And let him go about his way. Of course, the next day, I drove over to his house and got his wife pregnant. I probably should have just given him the bad hot dog and not knocked his wife up. But, you know, it was so much tension built up. I was just so mad that I didn't give him the bad hot dog. I was like, you know, I'm going to his house and said, hey, wife of the dude. She goes, yes. She goes, are you here to bang the crap out of me and knock me up because he kept effing with your sodas? I said, yes. She goes, good. And then we went upstairs and I banged her and she got pregnant. <sighs> okay, that part didn't happen. I did not bang his wife. I did not do that. I wouldn't do that. I mean, come on, I wouldn't even give him a bad hot dog. You think I'm going to give his wife the good hot dog? <laughs> I mean, sausage. <laughs> See what I did there? That's embarrassing. I'm better than that. Moving on. But what I'm saying, folks, is back to the grill. Let the fire of anger go down and go to the to the nice smooth temperature where before, so you don't make bad and stupid decisions while the fire is too hot. Don't let that happen, my friends. Everything's cool. Just let it cool down, okay? Don't burn your meat, <laughs> metaphorically speaking. <laughs> Segment over. All right, folks, this has been episode number 322 of the S. Anthony Says podcast. Thank you very, very much for stopping by and stopping back. And once again, I know do not. OK, I know you're going to email me anyway, asking me how to spell it. It's hashtag B A S T I D A R M Y Bastid Army. OK. Now, I know there's going to be people emailing me. What was it again? Doesn't matter. Just know that that's what it is, damn it. <laughs> that's what you're called. Okay, the email address, and there's only one. I only have one. It's talk2santhony at gmail.com. 
T A L K T O S A N T H O N Y at gmail.com. Folks, I'm everywhere. Stitcher Radio, TuneIn Radio, Spreaker, iHeartRadio, Google Play. The home base is Podbean. And of course, Spotify and iTunes. Oh yeah, iTunes. YouTube channel is S. Anthony Says. So go to the YouTube channel and subscribe to it and click the bell for notifications. I'm on Instagram. You'll never guess what my name on Instagram is. I'll give you a hint. S. Anthony Thomas, you're damn right. On Facebook, the page is S. Anthony Says, and there's a blue check on the Facebook page so you know it's actually me. It's a verified page. And I have two Twitter pages. Uh, one for me specifically is at S. Anthony Thomas, and the one for the show is at S. Anthony Says. And that's that, my friends, you bastards. Folks, much love to every last one of you. I want to thank you very much for stopping by, spending this time with me. I really appreciate it. All the bastard army, wherever you are. Most of you are in the United States. There's some Bastard Army in the, U in the United Kingdom. There's some Bastard Army. Well, there's some little bit of Bastard Army everywhere. And I want to thank you guys for, for being who you are and appreciating me being the weird bastard that I am. Much love to you all. I will see you again next week for the next episode. Are you ready to say goodbye to yours truly? Because I'm, I want to say goodbye to you now so you can, because I want you to listen to this because I think you'll enjoy it. And I'm going to see you next week. And I love every last one of you bastards. So I'm going to say goodbye to you the way I always say goodbye. I'm going to do it on the count of three. And I want you to do it with me. Are you ready? Of course you are. Here we go. One, two, three. S. Anthony. Out. Ah.